Burner Phone is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. What if comparing car insurance rates was as easy as putting on your favorite podcast? With Progressive, it is. Just visit the Progressive website to quote with all the coverages you want. You'll see Progressive's direct rate, then their tool will provide options from other companies so you can compare. All you need to do is choose the rate and coverage you like. Quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Comparison rates not available in all states or situations. Prices vary based on how you buy. <laughs> Welcome to Burning So this might be one of the hottest episodes we've ever had in Burning in Hell. We are here today with Luke Gobronson. He's been begging me to go on the pod. He's all like, oh, Hannah, when are you going to let me go on the pod? Oh, yeah, coyotes. Oh, yeah. I said, Luke, it's time to bring you to hell. And um, it's not going to be an easy episode, I'll tell you that. Luke, welcome. Well, first off, thanks. I, I didn't know I was taking the trip to Ireland, but, uh, <laughs> but, but, but it was a good, good try on your accent there. Um, that's all right. Anything to say for yourself before, before you get into the heat of things? Do you have anything to say for yourself? Uh, not really. No, I have nothing to say for myself. Good. Other than Good. I'm, I'm, I'm tired. Good. So why don't we start, um, with the question everyone wants to know. You went on a live, you said, Hannah, I'm going to send you some maple syrup. Where's my maple syrup? Uh, it's in the fridge here. I've got a few more I got to make, but it's in my fridge. So Are you, gonna send it I, I, you know what, you know, what's messed up. I keep thinking to myself, I'm like, why is it? Cause I keep getting all these DMS of people being like, did you send Hannah the syrup? I'm like, when the fuck did I say I was going to send Hannah the syrup? But apparently I said that. So, uh, I'll, I'll send you some, but honestly, Luke, God, I don't remember saying that. If you want this to work out, you have to say things with <laughs> action that matches it. Cause you're a sweet talker, but if your actions don't, align with that then girls are not going to trust you <laughs> i maybe it's all the concussions i don't remember saying it that's all i can send you some for sure i've got i mean listen i've been so busy i have i've got bags of frozen maple water i have to boil i haven't been able to make that much yet but i tried it the other morning it was really good so i'll send you some <clears throat> i'll okay, have to get well, the fda to approve it but i'll send you some okay i don't like your tone already um <laughs> second question why the fuck are you growing a beard and dreads right now uh, I'm, I'm not growing dreads. Uh, I'm growing a beard because, um, basically my whole life for the past 15 years, I'm told how I need to look and what I need to do, um, mm -hmm. in the modeling world, not so much acting unless I'm playing a character, but, uh, in modeling, I usually have to be clean cut and have short hair and my personality and me as a person is beard and long hair. I'm just being myself. It's yeah. nice. <laughs> I mean, I have a theory that if you have a beautiful jawline, which you do, um, you don't want to cover it with a beard. But if you don't have a good jawline, you could become a beard guy and girls will like that. But <laughs> I actually, Luke, I get it. I, it's almost like, you know, I was a tennis player, how I was forced to work out so much that I don't like being told to work out nowadays. So it's like, you hate when I try to sexualize you. If I'm like, Luke, take your shirt off or Luke, shave your beard. You're like, no. And I'm like, why do you have to yell? But it's like PT, it's like modeling PTSD, right? Wait, hold on, hold on. You better not say that I yelled or yelled at you because... Sorry, he doesn't yell. Yeah, I, I don't he, yell at you, so let's not go there. But he, <laughs> the, the reason I think Luke and I have such incredible tension is because I want to objectify Luke and he won't let me. And I, <laughs> and I want him to objectify me and he refuses to do it. So we're just fighting each other. He, oh, he man. cares about me That's and I don't hard. want him to. 
and then I want I don't want to care about him but I do anyway <laughs> by the way my allergies are horrible so bear with me here I'm, again I'm a lot of excuses a lot of excuses um we've got so many great questions um, someone wants to know what cologne do you wear? Do you smell like bonfire, maple syrup, and pheromones? Because that's what they think <laughs> that you smell like. <laughs> that's a great case. That's actually awesome. Wow. You should uh, make a candle that smells like maple syrup. People will I, you know what? That's a good idea, and I think I will. Uh, you know, I for quite a few years now I've made my own cologne. Um, I used to buy cologne when I did. I used to I was like I used to wear um Aqua DG Armani. And like, I don't know, whatever. But I, uh, I started making clone years ago or a few years ago. And um, I wear a, a mixture of a pine scent, a few other things. I'm not going to give it away because I'm actually going to make a clone for my brand. And nice. I'm going to use what I make. So, yeah. So what they just told me is another idea. Maybe I'll have to do like a maple syrup mixture thing for a fragrance. Do you like how I smell? Yeah. You smell great, Hannah. You smell, uh, you smell uh, like like uh well it depends if we're playing tennis and i'm kicking your ass you usually you never know. happened but, never yeah. happened. <laughs> you kidding me yeah yeah it did people don't understand how much tennis we played this summer like we <laughs> would play every morning and occasionally they'd show it but we'd like go into a, a scene where people were fighting and i'd be like guys i just played three sets of tennis i'm exhausted <laughs> i don't give a fuck about your relationship i'm over this well no but the worst the worst part was i wanted to keep playing and, and you would go no no we have to go film and i'd be like well hannah Let's, I want to keep playing. Because I'm a professional. <laughs> I'm a professional. Um, you have become kind of this sex symbol on Summer House. When did you first realize you were good looking? Uh, well, that's actually really funny. <laughs> these questions are great because I, these are questions I don't like answering because um, I don't like, I don't I think like that. When I see myself, I see me. I don't see someone who's good looking. I don't see anything like that. I just see myself. Uh, if I look in the mirror, it's just me you know, and, and I don't necessarily think I'm good looking or better looking than the next person. I think we're all just who we are. And, um, you know, my mom and dad made me, I didn't do anything to earn anything or be a certain way. I mean, yeah. it is what it is. I mean, I could be good looking, but you know, I could suck as a human being and be a shitty person or I could be maybe not that good looking and being a man. It like looks don't matter. And I don't really give a shit. So, I mean, I get you it. You kind of remind me of this new kitten I adopted. Like, she's so fucking good looking. But she doesn't know that she's good looking. She's just a kitten. But everyone yeah. gives her all the attention because she's the cutest one. And I'm like, oh, my God, that's Luke if he was a kitten. Oh, that's so funny. No, that's actually hilarious. It, it, it makes it makes me think you think of uh, that's funny that you would think that that's crazy i do think that um, there are a lot of like obviously positives being a good looking guy but there also <laughs> are some negatives where i think like people have preconceived notions of you like they think you're a dick because you have abs yeah. um what kind yeah. of preconceived stuff do you think you have to yeah do? no it's it's really interesting um i'm really glad you bring that up because you know people <laughs> oh my god okay i actually had someone dm me the other day and they said uh is there a girl yeah, it was a girl. You have girls DMing she, you? Did you respond? I respond to everybody, Hannah. I try at least. I'm up till 2.30 in the morning because I respond to everybody. Oh, she had listened to a podcast that I did and I said that life was tough growing up. I didn't have an easy life. And we all have our story. And, and you know, I'm not, I don't expect sympathy from anybody. I was just trying to put it out there what I went through a little bit, a lot more to it. But she goes, you know, you're white, you're good looking, your life wasn't that bad. And I was like, wow, you are so like naive or, or ignorant for that for that statement 
because yeah, like you don't, you don't exactly know what I went through or who I am. And just because I look a certain way, you know, do you know how many times I haven't booked a job or something? Cause they go, Oh, he's too good looking for the part or he's too this or too. I'm like, oh, are you fucking kidding that happens. I Or know how I about or like, I don't fit like, no, but I'm just saying there's people. Or girls are yeah. probably intimidated to even talk to you at a bar because you look so hot. No, that's fucked up. I, I mean, that's. I mean, I guys are intimidated talking to me all the time. Look at me. I know what no. it's like, Luke. I know. I. I <laughs> Why are you laughing? Why, what are you no, laughing just because, about? because, because I, I think that, I just think that looks don't really matter. And I think that, that they definitely, they can help, I guess, in certain things, but I don't yeah. think of it like that, but they also can work against you. And, and, and like people have preconceived notions or, or ideas or thoughts because, you know, look, you look a certain way and it shouldn't be that way for anybody. Yeah. Regardless you, of anything. You are an extreme. Like I think any extreme you get treated a type of way where like you, you are stereotypically what society thinks is good looking. So I think that you will get treated a type of way because of it. And it's like caused you to, think certain ways or feel type of ways like I do think you get away with saying more random shit and people will just like smile and laugh because you're hot well that's fucked up that shouldn't be that way I don't I, know, I, I don't think that, I don't, but, but I don't think I say a lot of shit that would make people think that either that's why um, people no I don't mean like mean shit but I'm saying like ugly people have great personalities because to get people to like them so you're saying I don't have a good really personality funny. I'm not that's saying you have bad personality up. I'm saying that you haven't had a hole, you haven't had. You're burning in hell, Hannah. <laughs> this is backfiring. No, I'm just saying that you're not as funny as me, but everyone knows that. Um, oh, <laughs> okay, but I do want to say, before you went on Summer House, <coughs> did you have any preconceived notions of anyone on the cast from what you've seen? Because <coughs> you um, never watch reality TV, but you like were forced to watch this show and yeah, figure yeah. out what did you think of some of the people on the show? Yeah, I mean you know, you base opinions off of what you see. You don't know the people. And, and I feel like everybody should have a fair shake. Right. Um, so, you know, immediately I, I was like, Jordan's going to drive me crazy if this dude's around me, you know, like I had an, I, and I thought in my head be based off of the show, <clears throat> but I went into it being like, well, I need to give the guy a fair shake and meet him. And then when I met him, I was like, I have nothing bad to say about him. He's been nothing but polite, nice, respectful, he hasn't like like he's been cool to me. I think Jordan's a good dude. I got nothing against him. And yeah. uh just remember Jordan. <laughs> yeah. Well, like I, I mean, like so I don't know, whatever. Maybe he he just didn't do anything wrong to me. Um and then uh and then I immediately thought that <clears throat> I felt like I remember I actually told my sister I felt like I was gonna connect with you and I told her that. And I said, um I said, I feel like I'll I'm gonna on all the I was like, I'm gonna connect with her. I didn't know you at the time, I just said her. Um, but I feel like I, I get on with her the best and then sure shit. As soon as I got there, I swear to God, I immediately connected with you. And I was like, yeah, I was, fuck, I, I don't know. I'm not like psychic or something, but I just, I think your the vibe that you had was, I was like, it was more relatable to me. Um, and I felt like I would have that way. I don't know. And then I didn't really, I didn't base any, I didn't really think too much about, um, everybody else I, I I didn't get it I wasn't like oh they're a bad person or they're this and that because nobody yeah. I didn't really feel that way about anybody I was just kind of going into it being like cool let's just you know see how it goes see how what's funny is. is I had a preconceived notion of you. that's that's the word that we're working on today preconceived notion that like you came in you were cute but I was like yeah they're testing me with another hot tall guy they saw something on a list that they thought I'd like and they're trying to get me to break up with Armand and it's not gonna work on me and then <laughs> <laughs> and then I thought you were just 
honestly a stupid hockey player. I didn't assume that you would like be so creative and that you were such a good listener and you had such a good sense of humor. Not as funny as me, but like you were good at laughing at my jokes. And then you were like athletic and there were all these sides to you that I didn't expect. And that's where I think it was so natural that you saw us like slowly start to gain trust in each other. And people didn't even know we were hanging out so much during the week where every weekend we'd have like a whole new kind of understanding of each other. Um, Mm -hmm. People like to shit on us on Twitter because they say that I'm like a a five and you're a 10. Um, You've been with probably how many women in your life? Uh, Like, what do you mean been with? Like had a drink with? How many women have you had a drink with in your life? No idea. (laughs) Fuck, I don't know. Ten? Thousands? (laughs) (laughs) But I'm saying like, you said something on the show that was really sweet where you were like, I've dated a lot of girls, so I know what a connection is. How would you explain like what a connection is? Because I feel like a lot of girls and guys are searching for that. Um, well, how would you explain it? I'm an old fart, Hannah. I remember that. And I think, um, I think what happens is when you, you go through, you get put through the ringer when you're young with dating people. And, you know, if you don't just settle down, I feel like with like a high school sweetheart or someone right away that yeah. usually you're going to date and go through experiences. You're going to have heartbreak. You're going to fucking need to see a therapist at some point. You're going to yeah. have all types of shit happen to you, but you know, it helps you grow. And then what, what you just, you look at things and you find things in in people that you probably um i don't know things that matter things that like like a real connection like someone that makes you happy and someone you enjoy spending your time with yeah um you know and and you learn also you learn about yourself too and being like well shit maybe i wasn't a good person and i need to change things about myself whatever so i think you're you're really right i think that first love is that thing that you're like oh my god it's happening this is what I watched in movies and you you're so in such like a fantasy world and you <clears throat> if you marry that person it sometimes can work but yeah. nothing's quite like your first love because you've no clue who you are or what you're doing and then as you get older you know exactly who you well you're learning forever who you are but you know more yeah, who you, you, are. you know more what you're looking for so you get way more picky and um do you, you're 37 30, I, whoa, I, whoa 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 I'm 36 Hannah I've been telling everyone you're 37 that's so fucked up. You're 36, but like, I even at yeah. one point in the show, <coughs> I was like trying to hook up with you because I wanted, I'm a fuck girl and I wanted to brag <laughs> to my friends that I fucked you. And at one point, I was like, I was like, don't you want to see my boob? And then I'm like, he doesn't give a fuck. He's seen so many boobs in his life. He's not even phased by my boob. He's like, Hannah, tell me about your dreams and your insecurities. And I'm like, suck on my titty. <laughs> That's actually really funny and probably true. Um, yeah, I feel like when you... Um, <laughs> that's funny yeah like I don't know I I feel like when you're older you've, you've kind of been there and done it and you just like that's it is interesting way of saying that but that's that's true I feel how, yeah how do you, you have don't care about control when you were drunk and I was like you know <laughs> doing my thing trying to get you to like want to kiss me in bed and stuff how did you like how did you reject me I didn't always have self-control Hannah let's be honest. But, but sometimes, um, sometimes when you're, when you're an old fart, like I said, like me, you just know what you want. And sometimes that's just to go to fucking bed. <laughs> I don't care if I'm drunk or sometimes I'll drink too much and be like, yeah, I need Have to you sleep. ever heard of a quickie? Yeah. Hannah, I've, I've heard of, I've heard of a quickie, but I've also heard of, I haven't slept in two nights cause I've been drunk and I just want to go to bed. 
Yeah, but the truth is, don't don't play me. The truth is, you weren't tired. You knew that if you had sex with me, it could put you in dangerous waters. But if you're talking about that, yeah, if you want to go down that road, I mean, we've talked about that on nu- numerous times. On yeah. on like that whole situation was clearly, um, it would. Fuck. I mean, I didn't need any more heat than what I was getting. Yeah. I mean, I thought your your podcast was tough. Try try living in somewhere else and deal with what I was doing. There. Do you think? that me and you will ever have sexual intercourse i don't know i don't put expectations on anything hannah do you want to have sex with me yeah every day i fucking hate you sometimes (laughs) you guys don't even know the level of games we're playing think between the lines what are your biggest turn-ons in a girl I, I think someone that's outgoing um like i said like you gave me shit right away i like someone that'll come at me but not like in an aggressive like mean way but <laughs> <laughs> but you know someone that'll like flirt with me in the sense of joke around with me and have fun because that's my personality i like to joke around and have fun you clearly know that mm-hmm. um so that that that's important to me and someone that's driven i don't like lazy people that just sit around and do nothing and are like want to just like watch fucking the kardashians and troll their hair and be like eh, like fuck that shit man i can't deal with that you're not the woman for me if you want to do that i can tell you that fuck i don't like i don't like a lot of anyway i'm not going to get into what i don't like motivated and 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 fun and funny and outgoing and want to do fun shit and not just sit around and do you and, think you would have liked me if i didn't have a fat ass absolutely not <laughs> <laughs> Girls, that's what I've been trying to tell everyone. If you're not a fat ass, don't worry for a second if, you, if you're a little depressed sometimes, you, you gain a little bit of weight, you feel anxious, you feel like you talk too much. He doesn't give a fuck. Shake yeah, that ass like and be that. confident. Yeah, yeah I'm, more, I'm, I'm more of a curve, curves. I like curvature. I'm physically, I don't like like. Well, it's so super, funny because as a model, you're probably surrounded by like the skinniest people <clears> in the world. Yeah, not everybody, but yeah. would you would you have to reject like skinny models all the time? No, it's not. No, I didn't have people throwing themselves at me or anything. <laughs> um, but no, I I physically I can't do it. I have friends that are super attracted to women that are like 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 this, like this skinny, yeah. and it's just not for me. I can't uh, I can't do it. Yeah, I need. Do you want um, someone to eat need, beef jerky and put maple syrup on like a pile of pancakes in Minnesota? Yeah. <laughs> no but like I it's just not my thing I I just don't like super super skinny you've been thing. accused of a lot of things this season do you consider yourself a player um when I was younger probably yeah but I I wasn't necessarily being a player I don't think as opposed to just immature I don't know it's maybe being selfish in the sense that I wasn't ready to settle when I was young um <clears throat> and I'm glad I didn't because I wouldn't I wouldn't have grown and and learn the things I know now. Like I don't want to hurt people. Hence why our summer was a lot of the the way it was. Um, I've hurt people before and I don't want to do that. Uh, it's not fun. I, I mean, I do care and I have feelings and emotions and I don't want to hurt anybody. Um, so and you've experienced I that once think, you have sex, it becomes more intense if they're, like, well, I don't believe when I don't believe everything that comes out of someone else's mouth. That's for sure. I think that the only person that can control anything is yourself. So the decisions I make, I'm going to have to deal with repercussions of it. So I have to make sure that whatever happens is like, if I can control it, I'm going to control it. Um, I don't, I I don't think I'm a player, but if I'm single, you're down, right. I'm going to date around and have fun. Fuck. Yeah. Like I'm dating someone. Absolutely not. I won't do that. 
But if I'm single, I'm going to be like every other man or woman out there that's single and date and have fun and live my life. Like why, who, who wouldn't do that? What were you like in high school? Like, were you cool? Like, were you sporty? Tell me, what were you a fucking nerd with your thick ass glasses? No, no, I was a, I was an athlete. I mean, I had my letter, letterman jacket and, um, I, I played three sports. Um, I pretty much was friends with people from all different groups of, 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 uh, you know, I was friends with some emo kids, friends with athletes, friends with some nerdy kids. It didn't matter. Like people are just people. Um, I hung out with the class underneath my class a lot. Cause I, I just got on with them better. There was like, it was just a fun class. I liked you my like class, younger but, women. Um, yeah. No, yeah, no. But like my best friend was in that class and a lot of the guys on the hockey team were a year younger than me. And then when I was younger, I hung out with the older kids. And when you were weird. younger, but, you wanted to be a professional hockey player. This is yeah. how I interview you. I just tell you the answer because I know everything. Yeah, about no, it's like, yeah. And then, um, but then Wait. in high school, I got like homecoming king and all that shit. So that's who I was. Oh, when did you lose your identity? <laughs> Is my mom going to listen to this? No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, now I, you're I, Mr. I Innocent. 15 or, 15 or 16. Okay, yeah. someone wanted to say. What? Oh, my God. The questions are so funny we got. They said, what is it like for a dude to lose his virginity? <laughs> oh, my God. Wow. That is. Um, Once you, you know, did it, actually, were you like, I, I have to I, do this all the time? No, I actually got really emotional and I started to cry and Shut up. I went and had a cigarette and had a Shut cigarette up. and I got really depressed. And <laughs> I, am I a horrible person for saying I didn't care and my life didn't change and it was nothing? I was just like, whatever. Like I wasn't. Who like, is she? Who is she? Just a girl from another high school. Was she older? Same age. Did you take her virginity too? Fuck no. How many girls have you taken their virginity? None. That's not true. No, I swear I I haven't. I I I once dated a girl who who was a virgin, <clears throat> and I was like, and then she was like, okay, let's like do this, and I was like, oh man, she like, and I'm not really into. I'm like, I'm not at the point where like I'm like I knew I liked her, but I was like, I was like, oh man, I can't take this girl's virginity because she's like, I'm like, I'm not in love with this girl, and she like saved us her whole life or something special, yeah. and like she's like so, and I was like, if I do this, it's I just think not, what I, people I, don't I, realize I, about you is you actually do overthink things. Well, I like, ended up breaking up with her because I felt bad. Yeah, I couldn't do it. And then, and then, uh, but it was the right move. I wasn't going to take her virginity. I wasn't uh, like, I knew it meant a lot to her and I wasn't the, that guy. So how do you think having two sisters has <clears throat> affected your relationships with women? Well, sometimes they give me advice and I think it fucks it up, but usually 95% of the time it's really good advice. Uh, I'm glad I have older sisters because they've taught me, you know, I, they're women. They know how women are and, and I've learned a lot from them. Um, and it's you talk to them me. all the time on the phone. Well, when I have questions about women. Do you think that you are going to be married and have kids one day? I hope so. I mean, that's what I because like you're to getting kind of old. Yeah, I thought about that too, but I'm not that. I'm not. I don't. No rush. Take it day by day. No expectations. I want kids. I want to get married. But I also. Uh, I mean, I have a pretty good life, and I'm busy doing everything I'm doing, and. Um, eventually, yeah, we'll see, we'll see what happens. I don't know what tomorrow's going to bring. I, I, I literally, I'm not that person. I just live day to day. I never really put expectations on anything. Thank you. Um, <laughs> everyone's been talking about the JoJo video that was released called oh, um, my Lord. In the Dark. You can YouTube it. <laughs> we want to know, did you have sex with JoJo? 
Uh, I did not have sex with Jojo. That's funny. I don't think I'm, I'm her type of guy. <clears throat> I don't know. I just don't think I was. But um, um, was it fun to work with her? I mean, yeah, it was fine. It was fucking forever ago. It was, uh, it was fine. I mean, she was super chill. She was nice. It was a long day of work. And, uh, and it, was, it was fun. How many I music videos have you been in? Just that one. I mean, I wouldn't really do music videos. It's not like my thing. When was the I mean? first time someone said, Luke, you should go into modeling? Uh, jeez. <laughs> I don't remember. Probably uh, when I was in like maybe ninth grade. Oh, wow. And did yeah. you think you would want to do it? I don't know. I'm so far away from every city and thing in the world up here that yeah. I didn't, it wasn't on my radar. I was more interested in playing hockey and going to school. <laughs> yeah. You infamously got um, discovered by Josh Hartnett's manager. And then mm -hmm. you go to New York City and you were just in like a big apartment with like a ton of hot dudes. That's what they do with models. Yeah, I lived in a model apartment. It was crazy. It was fucking, I would I mean, it was fine at the time, but looking back at it, I'm like, I don't know how I was okay with it. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you were chasing your dream. You were hustling. And then fast yeah. forward, you had such a successful modeling career. And I think I, I loved knowing that you had had like so many different interests because I felt like I always had my prior career in tennis where it made <laughs> me who I was. But you said you kind of fell out of love with modeling. When did that happen? Well, you know what it is? It's not that I fell out of love with modeling. It, it's a simple, it's, it's just, I, I still do it. Like I, <clears throat> the reality is you're taking pictures, you're trying on clothes, you're doing your thing and whatever. But I, I didn't fall, like the work itself doesn't do anything for me. Like, yeah. It doesn't fulfill me. I go to work, I get a paycheck. It's kind of like numbing, you know what I'm saying? In the sense yeah. that you, but, but what I, what I do enjoy about it is the people that you work with. And that's, that's the part that I do enjoy. Um, the work itself, there's no, like for me, I'm like, okay, cool. Like I'm modeling, but, but working with awesome people and creating friendships with the art directors and the photographers and your makeup, hair, makeup in the styles, like that part is awesome and traveling. And like, that is so fucking cool. And I'm so thankful for it. How often do you try to have sex with the, the model you're with? You know, I've had some fun shoots, but usually everything's pretty professional. Ew, Luke, stop trying to make me jealous. Every, everything's pretty professional. Yeah, you, know what I'm you never mix business and pleasure. You never do. I that. mean, I have. Well, now I'm upset, and now you've ruined the mood. Are you crying? No. Are you on your phone during this? You're supposed to be. Talking. I'm answering questions. I'm, yeah. I'm looking at the Instagram. questions. Instagram. Okay. Instagram. Now we're gonna get a little deeper because I've been really fucking easy on you in the beginning. What's your biggest physical insecurity? Oh wow. <laughs> probably my probably my my quarantine gut. My quarantine belly that show I have. It, no, I'm just kidding. No, I have it. an eye. I have a lazy eye. I have a my right eye. I'm almost blind in my right eye, and my if my eye will go like inward, it'll go like crooked. If I don't wear contacts, it, it just like sits lower. Yeah, I've I was I had a fucking I still have it. I have a I I can't see out of my right eye for shit. And my, the I think it's the muscles or whatever that are in your eye are weak, so my eyelid kind of sits down though. If I don't have my contacts, and it's fucking weird. Maybe but I noticed that's it why pit. you're so bad at tennis. I, you cannot, I was smoking Wilson twos by you all the, all the summer long. <laughs> anyway. Um, but no, but, uh, but no, I think, I think that's definitely it. And then I'm sure one day if and when I lose my hair, that'll definitely be it. Cause I'm going to, I like having hair, but, um, you otherwise, yeah, that's, it. that's well, I, <laughs> we'll see. I'm not good to my, my hair. I wear a hat every day, but, but that's definitely it. My, my eye, um, is fucked up. 
but you don't notice it unless I'm really tired and my contacts are in. What's your biggest emotional insecurity or like something about your personality? I'm, I'm definitely insecure about um, music and singing. That's why I never, never do it, even though you've said otherwise. Uh, I know I can actually carry a tune if I, if I really want and I'm not fucked up. You know, like I've, I've sang for friends and they're like, dude, why don't you ever perform? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, no, no, no. Cause I just, I'm, I'm afraid to do it. And then of course, Bravo, they help that insecurity a lot by airing me when I'm so fucked up. I can hardly play the damn guitar. Let alone I know I felt, I like to make fun of you all the time. And I didn't realize yeah. it was such a big insecurity. Cause I thought it was just hilarious. Cause you're not a singer. You're not a professional singer. Mm-hmm. I think you're great mm-hmm. at guitar. And I, I've asked Luke to get singing lessons with my mom who sings to like, cause you haven't yeah. had like formal training. And I yeah. do think you have, some potential and then you're like posting videos trying to prove to people that you're good at singing Uh well i posted those prior to prior to the show hannah and then i was making fun of him on giggly squad saying to put the guitar away and then luke got mad at me well i was like yeah hannah you tell me that you believe in my music and then you throw me under the bus and say yeah you just suck and i was like okay which way are we going here and are you yeah because right now you do suck i believe in you in the future if you put in the work and you learn how to sing bob dylan didn't have a great voice just wrote good music there's a lot of people that don't have don't have good voices i could sing down low and just be fine with it and just write music and not care just playing bars and whatever So so we got into it a little right before the reunion um, because we were dealing with, I think, external stuff, words were being said on shit and whatever. And I think Luke and I had a moment where we just like needed a break from each other. And um, is there anything from the reunion that you regret? Because we got into it. <clears throat> Between and I'll, you and- I'll say mine part two, what I regret. I mean, you know, lesson learned is you should always communicate with people. And you know, for me, we didn't communicate. Um, I had communicated to you about some things, um, and, uh, via text anyway, it was, yeah. So it just led to us not like I was, I don't even know, but we didn't talk the two weeks before the reunion. And I also have a side of me that like, if I feel like someone gets mad at me, I want you to call me and talk to me about it instead of just like sending an angry text. Cause then I feel like you just, yeah you don't trust me and you're just like, fuck you. And I didn't respond how you thought I would respond. I think you thought I'd respond how I normally respond, which is like, let's talk this through. It's a misunderstanding. But instead I said, go fuck yourself. Yeah. But, but you also like that that. though. Did it turn you on? No, I didn't. (laughs) But, but I will put, I'm going to put you on the spot now and tell you that um, I did not, I did talk to you about it. The reason I text you is because it was the third time that I was actually talking to you about it. That's why I text you. I Just didn't saying. like your angry texts. Oh my god! I don't like text fighting. Oh, I think text man. fighting is stupid. And I also, yeah, yeah, I'm a woman of many words, and I don't like to fucking text stuff. I like yeah. if you care about me and you love me, then you'll yeah. talk it through with me. I did talk to you. I did care two times in a row. Yeah, but we were fighting because you that, thought. I- <laughs> you thought that I was saying a lot. He thought I was talking shit about him when realistically yeah. it was a combination. It wasn't of- just that though. I feel like the- I didn't mean to cut you off. Go ahead. No, you can. I th- I thought it was um had more to do with the show and us and, and yeah and that and that's what I was trying to um. We started to like refight about 
things we fought about over the show with the pressure of external stuff and we didn't talk before the reunion because part of me was like I'm not fucking apologizing and then reunion came and we got kind of heated and people were very confused people were like I wasn't heated I wasn't heated you asked me if I wanted to fight I wasn't heated I I asked you if you want to fight because I felt like you were you were like putting your focus onto me when I felt like I was someone who's had your back since day one and there were so many other people that you could call out for like legit wrong things and and I I you know for me I explained to you that I feel like it had to do with um I thought I was very clear to you about where I stood and how things were and then watching back on the show with you talking to your friends it came across as a lot different than that and that was upsetting to me because then I had the heat from your friends coming on me and I was like well Hannah why why can't like uh, you understand what I'm saying and that yeah. that's what was hard so it was like who who am I talking with to you I'm like is Hannah like because I'm telling her all these things but yet what she's saying to her friends and what's being communicated wasn't what we were discussing or where we left off and that yeah. was very frustrating for me and I think and, and, to this day in real life we've talked about it yeah but I want I want people list the burning the little devils to know that no real life you would never see what your your significant other is talking to their friends about and like I am going to be slightly different with you than when I'm like opening up about the relationship and asking for advice with my friends but to this day I stand by the fact that like I understood where you're coming from but at the time I was using them to vent that I was felt blue balled and I had dealt with a previous relationship with a guy who used sex as control where he mm-hmm. would like he would not want to have sex with me because he had his own issues with sex and Mm -hmm. I started to just feel unwanted. So that's Mm -hmm. why I think like with you, I was like, no, I get it. I get the logic. But then my own past trauma was making me when I was with my friends being like, I, I, I feel blue balled and I feel unwanted and I want to fuck. I said that to Carl that one time. um, Yeah. And and, and all I could do is, is tell you that from me is I always like during the weekend when we were filming, I always told you, my yeah. truth and, so my and, and is, regardless of whatever happened my thing between, is, between you and your friends is whatever <laughs> if you were are you like are you looking at a lollipop right now where the fuck did yeah, you I, get that lollipop i got a little, little i got a whole bag of tootsie rolls in that thing <laughs> <laughs> okay anyway <laughs> well, they're my and my nieces when she's out here but burner phone is brought to you by progressive insurance what if comparing car insurance rates was as easy as putting on your favorite podcast with progressive it is just visit the progressive website to quote with all the coverages you want you'll see progressive's direct rate then their tool will provide options from other companies so you can compare all you need to do is choose the rate and coverage you like Quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Comparison rates not available in all states or situations. Prices vary based on how you buy. If you did not want to um, to hurt me and stuff, did you feel like you by you like calling me so much and wanting to hang out, emotions could get involved and people could get hurt? 100%. But I also knew that our con- like connection, like I, I, I loved spending my time with you, and I loved our the relationship that we had in the sense that, like, you were like a best friend, and I, I, and I loved that, and and I loved, I wouldn't not want to have that in my life either. Yeah. That's another reason why it was so tricky because I wouldn't want to sleep with you and then have things get even more complicated and be like, well, now that sucks because I really 
enjoy Hannah as a human being and, and love having her in my life. And now that we just fucked that up. Did you feel you know, very and, confused as to like, do I want this girl to be my best friend or like my girlfriend? A hundred percent. And also, yeah. And, and it was also confusing because I was clearly still in love with my ex-girlfriend, like, you know, and, and that played a huge role in, in a lot of things. But, but, you know, I also knew that I, I enjoy you as a person and um a ton and and i think that and i've said this to you before that regardless of whatever the rest of our lives i'm sure will be a part of each other's lives no matter what happens you know and i think that that's important you know you you find few people in your life that you that you have that with that you can i do agree with you i think there's something special about you and we have overcome a lot together whether it's like a national tv show drama with friends we've overcome a lot and we're still very cool. And um, I would still have sex with you. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. That's awesome. Is your, is your, is your, is your wrist sore by the way though? It's so funny watching you hold that fucking microphone while you're talking to me. (laughs) It's so big. Yeah. I know how to handle a big microphone. So this is a really good question right before we play our final game. You're doing great. Is um, fuck, marry, kill. I never do this. People ask me to do this and I never do it. You have to do it. I don't have to. You have to do it for me. <laughs> Paige, Lindsay, Danielle. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I can't believe you make me. I can't. I'd fuck them all. I'm a fuck boy. Remember? Luke! <laughs> Luke, you have to do it. No, no. Also, can you not be all sloppy with that? It's, it's an audio recording, and you're sucking on a lollipop. This yeah, is what good-looking people get away with. I'm living in the moment, Hannah. This is real. Okay, well, answer the question. Well, I'd probably... That's, I fucking hate this fucking game. It's so stupid. Okay, we don't have to do um, it, but then I'm going to ask you a, a worse question. <laughs> All right. Uh, you're ridiculous. You're trying to intimidate me. Um, all right. Uh, okay, I fuck, would... Mary kill. Me? No, I'll just do it. I'll answer it. No, I'm going to answer it. I would marry Danielle, <laughs> fuck Lindsay, and kill Paige. How dare you? How dare you? Oh, oh God. No, I can't I would never, that I would, answer. Listen, I would oh, never God. kill Paige. The only reason I said I'd kill Paige is because she was so mean to me last summer. Other than that, I would never do that. Okay, fuck, Mary kill. You can't do ask me again. This is the last one. No, we just did it. I don't, do, I don't have two it's rounds. It's an easy of this one. Shit. It's really easy. No, f- okay. Fuck, Mary kill. Me, me, or me. God, that's fucked up. <laughs> okay, okay. If you were to go to a psychic, like mm-hmm. you had on the show, but you could ask them anything, what would you want to know about your future? Wow. That is, I mean, I'd want to know a lot of things. Um, is it weird that I want to, no, I wouldn't want that. Um, <laughs> these are questions that you have to think about. Um, yeah, I challenge prob- you. I challenge you every day to be a smarter man and it's not working. Probably. Oh, yeah. you're asking me questions that I have to think about. Oh, no. Uh, what am I going to do? Yeah, probably if I, um, I don't know, just basic shit. like if I'll be healthy the rest of my life, if I'll meet someone and have a family one day, like, 
I don't know, is the world going to be safe in 20 years for me to have kids? I don't fucking know. Like, shit like that, I guess. Nothing too crazy. Nothing out of the ordinary. When was the last time you were depressed? And be honest. When? Huh? Be honest. Yeah, I am. Luke, okay. When was the last time you were sad? Oh, that's easy. Probably when... Stop um, smacking on the lollipop. People are going to give me one-star reviews. You keep telling me you're editing this shit. Yeah, I can't edit out every fucking sloppy little smack that you do. <laughs> the people are going to take you below Just bite it. Just bite it like a normal person. I can't. Bite it like um, how I want to bite your dick right now. Probably, probably, uh, I think during the quarantine, I've had a lot of time to because I've been isolated by myself and just working on my cabin and it, it's brought back a lot of things from my past relationship to me. Um, and I think that her, us, me, how things were and, um, like just where I'm at today compared to where I was. And, um, you know, part of me had thought, you know, just thought like, you know, I wish that we had met at another time because it would have, worked out so that made me a bit sad I feel like yeah but, uh, I feel like Luke and I have had a lot of talks about this mm-hmm. and I, I do feel like you have this thing with yourself that you're like I didn't know what I had when I had it yeah well th- yes but but also like I was single for three years yeah go before I met her mm-hmm. and I wasn't supposed to like her or even date her like it wasn't supposed to be like that in it it ended up being that way. And then, and then over time, you, you, you are you supposed you, to date anyone? Well, no, but what I'm getting at is I feel like I just, now it's like, wow, like I really, like, I just wish I would have done, I, I'm not saying I'm all at fault in a lot of in the, in the relationship, but yeah. I just, I'm the type of person that I would take responsibility for the things I did do wrong. And, and it really upsets me that, um, that I didn't do things right, but I also wasn't aware and I didn't know because I wasn't ready. Um, and, and that bothers me. Like that actually eats away at me. But I also um, feel like so. your perspective is skewed in that give yourself more credit that if she was the right one at that time, you would have known what you had. And I think that it, it what it sounds like, cause I was not there was that mm-hmm. it was some form of a toxic relationship where toxic relationships are like high, low, high, low, mm-hmm. high, low. And the highs are so high and the lows are so low and it's like a drug. So then when you lose it, you feel like you miss the, the highs and that excitement. But when you were in it, you weren't happy. And I feel like because you're so far away from it, you look back at it sometimes in rose-colored glasses. And all I'm going to say this one time is that I feel like the world and the universe puts you in situations over and over again until you learn. And you'll do mm-hmm. the same thing until you can learn. And I'm just saying that I feel like you could be looking back at this situation in two years and be like, damn, I didn't know what I had with Hannah because I was not in the right mindset and I didn't take advantage of it. I'm just saying, mm-hmm. I'm just putting that yeah. to the universe. Yeah. No, I mean, I, I agree with you. I mean, I mean I'm in a hundred percent agreement with you on, on, uh, on all the above, um, you know, but I, I also am the type of person that, I mean, I, well, I should say I'm, I think about, um, put it this way. I know where I'm at and I know if I'm ready or if I'm not. And right now, like I'm still healing and I'm living my life and yeah. I feel like and that's I what I need that. to do. And that's what I need to do. I also realize people have to understand 
that I was not an easy like person to talk to because I was also very emotionally unavailable. I was still pretty hurt from my long, my like relationship from, I'd say it was like a year and a half before I met you. Then I dated mm-hmm. British Dave and I dated Armand a little, but those I like wasn't putting myself out there for them. I was not available for them. That's why Armand, like after three months, I was like, this isn't, I don't care. I wasn't caring mm-hmm. about anyone or anything. So then when you were like caring about me and calling me, I was like, what the fuck is this? I'm not <clears throat> looking for this. Um, <laughs> so that's why it was such an interesting combination of emotions from the two of us because both of us were unavailable but I wanted to have sex in an unavailable way where you were like I want someone that I feel connected with but I don't want the sex because the sex is more complicated when it comes to you (laughs) I mean yeah I mean that's a smart way of putting it I mean one of us one of us has to be the smart one and the funny one all my focus has been building walls yeah, Building emotional walls or physical walls? <laughs> Which one, Lucas? That's another thing about me is I always have a I have walls up. It's hard to get through. It's really hard to get through. And also you're stubborn and sometimes, yeah, you're really fucking stubborn. I'm, no, I'm not. I used to be. I'm not that stubborn. Do you think I'm stubborn? You, yeah, you admit to it. Before we play our final game, just enough about me. What do you think about me? What is your favorite quality of mine and what is your least favorite quality of mine? Um, favorite quality is your personality. You're fun, you're funny, spontaneous. And, um, and I think that like, like that for me is, I love that. Like, I really think that's amazing. What I don't like is that you, and I'll say it cause I've said it to you before. You don't communicate when you're upset. True. Communicating with people is very important because how can someone, how do you solve a problem or can someone understand if something's wrong or they've done something wrong if you don't talk to them? Yeah, the first time I was really upset with you was right before the reunion, and I just was, like, done. I'm very, like, mm-hmm. Italian, like, Sicilian. We, we cut people out of our lives real quick, you know? I was like, he doesn't understand me. I was like, he doesn't get it. When I realized that, like, you also had perspectives on things that I need to accept and talk through. Well, yeah. Right. I mean, it's part, but, but, yeah. that's Wow, you nailed problems. it. That was really good, Luke. You kind of know yeah. me. I know you a little bit. Just a little bit. Yeah, you don't know the inside <laughs> of my vagina, though. Okay, anyway. Yeah, actually, I do. Yeah, but your dick doesn't. Yeah, but I've seen it. Yeah, you wore your glasses. I was like, why do you have to wear glasses? Because I don't want you to see my crooked eye. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure in that moment, I wouldn't care. Oh, also, quick tip. Do One, do you have any tips for cunnilingus for going that long? <laughs> Not really. I don't know. I <laughs> just get after it. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, tip number two, as a model, do you have any advice for people taking good photos? Like, is there anything that you see people mess up all the time, like average people when they're taking a photo? Um, Hannah, in all honesty. Have it's perfect bone structure? No, it's funny. It's funny when people are like, I need my good cider. Oh my God, like it didn't work out. I'm like, just take a fucking picture. Like, I don't care. Just take a picture. Like when, for real, a picture is a picture. Like, just take the damn thing. Smile, don't smile. Just take it. It's done. Like, there's no advice. Just take the picture. You, what you see is what you get. <laughs> you guys heard it here first. It's now time to play The Seven Deadly Sins. Cue the music. Seven Deadly Sins. What are you greedy about? Ooh. <laughs> I know I'm going to think about something that's real. I don't, I don't know, Hannah. Probably 
my time. I don't know. That's good. Yeah, you were like, you were like, I gotta go fix some walls. So I'm only free at two thirty central. <laughs> yeah, no, my time. I think, but it's just because I'm, I'm, I'm busy because I, I have a busy life. Can I say what I think you're greedy about? <sighs> yeah. I think you're greedy about. Um, no, you can't. No, you can't. No, I'm just kidding. Go ahead. <laughs> I was like, I'm going to unleash the truth. Um, I think you're greedy about loving close friends. Like you will do anything for a close friend. And oh you're, yeah. You're greedy 100%. about like them and their time and like you'll defend them for anything and you'll do anything for anyone. Um, oh, real quick. You used to listen to this podcast and then you stopped. Yeah. 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 Why'd you stop? Oh, my back itches. This this ten inch bolt's a great back scratcher. <laughs> Swear don't, to God. Don't deflect. Let's not deflect. Um, because I was listening to it and then I was just like, all right, Hannah's talking about shit. I just don't need to listen to. So it's like because I said British Dave had a big dick. Was it because of that? No, God, no. I don't care. I just don't. I I don't listen to. I do listen to watch it crap and sometimes because it's just funny. But you to did listen. listen. You just said I talked about some things that made you uncomfortable and you know what that's okay yeah i just don't need to hear certain things that you say like i don't know like some shit i love that i can affect you in that way though it turns me on um (laughs) who are you envious of there isn't one person i mean there's people that i don't know i don't i i'm kind of thankful for my life i don't i don't know if i'd want to change anything because it would change who i am and i like who i am i love that for you what about with singing Maybe Sturgill Simpson or no? I mean, well, no. I mean, they're amazing. I love, I love, I love their music. No, I don't want to have good vocals necessarily either. I just want to be me and just go. Like I swear to God, like if because you know what, Hannah, this is this is how I look at it with music, and and this is just my thing. I have a lot of stories. I've been through a lot of shit in my life, and I can write a lot of stories down, and I can tell stories and play my guitar. And a lot of musicians aren't necessarily great singers, but they're great storytellers. And I think that sometimes I had a shitty life just so I could share stories with people that they can relate to and, and maybe inspire them or move them or they, you know, and I, I feel like the musicians I listen to the most, I don't listen to Ryan Bingham. I love his voice. But I don't listen to Ryan Bingham and think he's just like the shit because he's got like, he's got vocals like fucking Adele or something. He's one of the best lyricists around. The way he writes music is, is he's so creative and there's so when 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 someone sings if they're i always say this you don't need to be a good singer because if you see someone live and they're just performing and singing someone else's lyrics or singing i'm not into that i don't care how good their voice is god gave them that right um but i want to see someone that when they sing their their emotions are into what they're 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 feeling what they're singing what they're saying and that's a singer songwriter that's connection and and that like when I listen to Ryan Bingham, his, his life wasn't, wasn't easy. And, and I relate to it a lot. And, um, and I just, I love his tunes, man. I, I love his music and, and, you know, he's found himself to have a lot of success, but, it, and I love seeing that. And it's so amazing because he had a really, really rough life. Like really you rough talk life about there. your past yeah, a little bit on the show, but what do you think was like your rock bottom growing up? You know, it's tough. It's tough when it's tough when you're, when the family life isn't, isn't easy and you know and and money's not not there and mm-hmm. food and heating and you know my parents have a lot of love and they're very good to to me but there's they, you know that it was i don't i'm not going to get too much into detail because I, I don't have to but uh yeah but but it but it was um it was tough you know my parents didn't always get along and 
um, you know, me and my sisters as kids, it, it just wasn't easy seeing some, some things and dealing with things that we had to deal with. And, but the one thing my parents always did was they, they loved us. It was just, you know, it was always tough and, uh, it was never easy. Um, and then, uh, you know, but I got to experience a lot of interesting shit, put it that way, growing up as a kid. And, um, and then I also lost, you know, like my best friend by suicide. And that was really tough for me as well. There's a lot of things that happen in life. I got picked on too as a kid a lot when I was younger. And um, there's a lot of shit. And, and you get picked on when, you, when, you, when, you're, when you're not fiscally there. Um, mm. You know, like that's why I said my outlet. Shoes or something. Yeah, yeah. My parents did the best they could. There were years that I would have like some new shoes and stuff. Then there were years that would I, I would have new shoes, but they weren't like Nikes or something, you know, mm -hmm. um, for school clothes or whatever. But I know my parents hate when I talk about this shit because they feel bad, but they don't have to. I'm oh. super thankful. They did a good job with me. I love them. And, also, uh, and you still uh, talk and, to your parents every day, and I oh, love yeah. the relationship that you have yeah. with your parents. Yeah, and 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 I'm at where I'm at because of them. So. It was an interesting life and it's been an interesting life. It was an interesting childhood, but my escape, you know, for me, a lot of a lot of my escape was the reason I was good at hockey. And I said this before, um, is that I would just go to the rink. I would get done with school and I'd have hockey practice. And then I would just go to the rink after hockey and just play hockey for hours till the light till like nine, nine thirty. they shut the lights off. And then I'd walk back home with my stick, you know, and through the snow. Um, but it was my escape from, from everything else that was going on in my life. Yeah. Um, and and I, just being on the rink, just playing hockey, it just it, whether there's a t ton of people there, we had a big game going. Um, it's or, also an, an equalizer. It doesn't matter how much money you have or if your parents yeah. are mad or not. If you're good at hockey, you're good at hockey. And the only reason I got good is because I was literally lived at the rink because it was where I'd go and what I'd do to escape from from everything else that was going on in my life. And I didn't realize that at the time. But as you get older, you, you look back on it and you're like, wow you know um why do you think hockey was, guys get such a bad rep <laughs> i mean not every hockey guy does i can tell you right now there's no other sport i feel like that is as where where people are as humble and have more of a um team STDs? personality and not i what's that the STDs? stds that's fucked up Hannah. <laughs> i feel like i feel like hockey guys listen every athlete's gonna be what they are but i i do feel like hockey guys overall are really humble and, and good good people um <laughs> yeah, yeah. What, what are you what are you gluttonous about so what do you like overindulge in um food and good music motorcycle mo motorcycles you love motorcycles sweet. you also overindulge in making fires at night and beers yeah. no i haven't drank i know i used to but i haven't drank in a while but uh, no i i i think i overindulge in in really just i eat a ton like i'm a trash can i eat everything yeah. and then uh me and you love eating together luke would just text me and be like what do you want for dinner and i'd be like sushi and he's like come over let's watch tennis and he would have tennis on his tv <laughs> yeah. and i was like i need to marry this man but i hate him okay yeah. um when was the last time you experienced extreme wrath so anger like when was the last time you got really pissed at something yesterday at what I was building a frame and it, it's, it's been, I don't know how Minnesota's land at 10,000 lakes cause it's a land of wind ever since the weather has been somewhat warm. It's just windy every fucking day. Mm -hmm. And I was outside and I was trying to, I had two two by fours on the ground and I was trying to get the two ends. It's, you don't understand anyway. And the two <laughs> ends together understand. and, and, and the screw, I was using three and a half inch screws, torque screws. Well, that was your problem. The torque no, screw. but no, but, 
it was like, and the, there was so much wind and I couldn't, I, it was a two person. I'd like to, I would have been fine once it was started. Like once the boards were together, it was zip, 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 but just getting the first screw in. And I was, I was so fucking angry. I was, I couldn't deal. And then I was like, okay, I need to relax. Cause I shouldn't get angry, but I was angry. And then I just threw my chops on and said, fuck it. <laughs> uh, and then I was like, damn it. I can't believe I just threw my chops off. When was the last time you were a sloth? So you like didn't do anything all day because I know that you wake up like no matter how hard you party in New York City, which was so fucking annoying, you'd wake up at like 8 a.m., you'd go to the gym, you'd do work, you'd answer emails, you'd fix your whole kitchen. When was the last time you just were like, fuck it, I'm not doing shit today, I'm relaxing? Uh, when I first got back here in March from New York when I was sick and I tried, I tried doing stuff and then I just got more sick. <laughs> So, um, I'm not, I'm not the type of person that likes to sit around unless I'm in a relationship and I, I will just sit on the couch and hang out with whoever I'm in a relationship with and watch a movie and chill. That's fine. Like I'll do that and enjoy that. I think well, that's, that's also really adding to like a relationship. It's like you're putting in work to enhance that connection. So it's Oh like yeah. That, no, 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 like no. But some, some relationships, so remember we've had this discussion that I was like I was in a relationship and the girl I was dating would be like well that's just what boyfriends do I'm like uh, no actually I don't have to do that I'm choosing to do that for you like I do that because I care even though it doesn't whatever okay um but but anyway yeah so no but I enjoy that and it's just like but if I'm not in a relationship I'm I'm go 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 grind 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 all day every day it's just who I am I like to get shit done I, and I love design so I'm that's why I'm you know I love I love this shit Final question. When was the last time you lusted over someone? Um, pretty much. <laughs> uh, during this podcast. Good. Good answer. <laughs> See, guys, I trained him pretty well. He can't be managed at all. Luke does whatever oh, the fuck he man. wants. But, Luke, to wrap this up, I think you are so kind of wise and you've been through so many things and you're so handsome what advice would you give to people who are going through hell right now on how to cope with their hell? You know, it, it's not for everybody, but it, 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 it's, it's what, what helped me most of my life. And to this day does, even though like sometimes I get so busy, I, I just lose focus. Um, and, and honestly, I think it's faith. I'm telling you right now that you don't have to be a, a Christian if you don't want to and you don't whatever I don't push that on people but my faith in God and um my Christianity like being a Christian is has gotten me through so many tough times in life and and I think um I think it's important to have that because when you don't have people and you don't you know outside of your family and friends you don't have anybody the one thing you do have is faith and um and don't give up you have to have hope because when you go through the trials and tribulations when you get through the, the, the smoke and the bullshit and stuff and you get out to the other side of that, um, you come out a stronger, better person. And, uh, and I always think that God, I'm always like, what do you, how, why? Are, and then sometimes why are you testing me like this now? Because I don't like it. It's not easy. I don't understand what your process is. That's why I have this tattoo. It says it's in, it's from, you know, the Bible it's a Psalm. And it says what, you know, what I'm doing now, you do not understand or what I'm doing. You do not understand now but afterward you will understand. And like the reason that. I have that is because, you know, when I was going through my past relationship, um, I thought I knew everything. I thought I knew what I was doing. I thought, you know, and then I realized, no, I was maybe really selfish there. And, and I was, 
you know, I, you just, you start to see a lot of things and, and, and then you're like, well, God, why, you know, why, what, why, why is it not going, you know, my way? Why can't it be this way? And, and you have to accept it and you have to grow from it, but, but you have to also with faith, it, you find, you find comfort in it. And I feel like, um, we all need that as human beings. You need to have that comfort. And, um, cause sometimes, like I said, you, the one thing that will always be there is your faith. And, and, you know, your family and friends aren't always going to be there and, um, you only have yourself. And for me, I have myself and God and, uh, and that that's really, I don't know if I could give advice, it would be to find something to believe in and it'll help you. It really does. I mean, it, it really does. Well, Luke, this has been fantastic. I've gone through a lot of different emotions through this. Um, Is that why you're crying? Yeah, just a little bit. Get me, get me my feelings. You know, I don't want to feel anything. I just want to be numb. I just want to be. Um, Are you okay? By you? No, I'm good. Are you okay. okay. Stop <laughs> fucking flirting with me. You're so annoying. Okay, you're doing a lot of fun stuff right now. Where can people follow you? Where can people buy your stuff? Give me the goods. Um. Wow. Okay, so you can follow me at Hannah Burner. <laughs> okay, just at Luke. Gull Bronson, not Gull Branson, like Hannah said. Um, yeah, Gull Bronson on Instagram. On, on, I don't. Even, I'm, I'm so bad at Twitter. I don't even know what my handle is. I think it's Gull Bronson underscore. Okay. You you might know him. it. You know it. I don't know it. Yeah, it's like Gull Branson underscore Gull Branson. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever yeah, his name is. Um, also, where no, can Gold people Brand get your jewelry and your? Yeah, clothing? yeah, yeah. I was getting to that, Hannah. Come Sorry, on. Never. No. Um, but uh, you can find my jewelry at arcoshop.com and that's R-C-O-Shop.com. Um, and then uh, on my Instagram for it is ranger three underscores because Lord knows there's a bunch of ranger codes, but it's ranger three underscores co uh, is my Instagram. Um, yeah. So Arco, R stands for ranger. Um, that's why the company's called Arco. It's short for ranger. And he's, he's made me some rings. Everything is homemade. It's amazing. It's incredible. And um, I don't know. I feel very fortunate to have met you on the show. And I feel fortunate to have this podcast to be able to like show our perspective and our side and our relationship unedited. And um, yeah, I'm just grateful to have you in my life. Yeah, Hannah, I love you dearly. You know that. And, um, and I'm thankful to have you in my life as well. Um, the one, you know, the, the one thing about the show for me um, being a part of it is that, and I always, I answer this and you hear it in podcast interviews is that I walked away with, I feel like a great group of friends, but you know, some relationships are clearly stronger than others. Um, and, uh, and I'm extremely thankful for, um, have been able to be part of it and, and, um, and have you, um, and everybody, uh, in my life. And, and, and I'm very thankful for that. You know, when you, that's the one thing I, f I find to be very, in interesting is when you don't grow up being when you were like you know who would you like to if you could have someone else's life or whatever um the reason i i answered it was saying i'm happy with my life is because you know one thing that i know i probably wouldn't be if my life wasn't the way it was is i'm thankful for everything man i'm thankful for food i always said food in my belly and a roof over my head that's all i need if i'm if i'm doing that i'm okay i'm okay mm -hmm. and um because you know, that's really all I've, I've ever needed. So the fact that I have a place at the lake and stuff now I've worked for it and stuff, but I thank God every day I go, I don't need these things. But yeah. I'm I think that's what, them, that's what you know? connected us. Cause anyone who yeah. listens to the podcast knows that like 
ever since going through hardships, like I just want to wake up in the morning, yeah, with food in my stomach, a roof over my head and being happy. And if I have yeah. that, and I know happiness is not this complex, crazy thing. It's, it's not something you have to find and get. It's something <coughs> that everyone has inside them. And once mm-hmm. you can find that, good things happen. I think both of me and you are pretty minimalist with that. I don't think it's about where you are. It's who you're with and how you feel about yourself in your own head, how you talk to yourself every day. Um, yeah, I think that's important. And we, I think we all fall off the wagon with that, including me, because it's important to wake up with, with the right attitude. If you have a good attitude, your day is going to go good. Even if it's bad, it'll, if things go bad, you'll still have a good attitude about yeah. it. But, you know, and I also think that, you know, with the happiness aspect of it, when you, when you step back from reality and kind of take everything in, one of the reasons I like coming home is because I like nature, but, and that makes me happy. It's not, you know, listen to someone when they're talking to you. Don't just nod your head and be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like really take it in, like get to know people, like understand them. You'll be a better person for it. Like look at the flowers and look at, look at, them. look at a tree and take it in. You know, when you're with people, the time that you have with them, enjoy it. Cause they're not always going to be there. And, you're so uh, and right. I think, but I think those are all things that are important because there's, if you look at it, if you really take everything in and like just think like, wow, like there's a tree right there. Like that tree's living. Like, wow, it was once this big, you know, it's like, it's just crazy. It's seen some shit. It's been around longer than fucking half the people here or whatever. It's just cool. That are you, are you, you know? in quarantine so long that you're trying to fuck a tree? I mean, that might are be you getting crushes on trees. Fit. My maple trees are sexy. They produce some serious maple syrup for me. Yeah. You need them orgasm maple syrup. <laughs> <laughs> it actually okay. comes out of water. But With that said, I'll keep you guys posted on if Luke ever sends me maple syrup. I feel like you guys got to know Luke a lot more. And Luke, you survived hell. I'm very proud of you. And um, Yeah, thanks, Anna. It, it was actually, uh, I mean, it's, it's warm outside here, but I thought it wasn't so bad. Maybe next time bring the heat, huh? I knew he was going to do that. You just know that if you ask bad questions, he probably wouldn't hear from me in a while. I'd pull a hand <laughs> on and just not talk to you. <laughs> Thank you for coming to hell, you guys. Kidding. And I'll talk to you later. Bye. Bye. <laughs>